This is the Patriots pregame show presented by Duncan. Looks down the middle, throws it, caught by Henry at the two, fights away from a tackler, and runs to the end zone, and spikes it for a Patriots touchdown. The Patriots pregame show is the world's largest virtual tailgate, featuring fans of the six-time Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. Fires down the middle for Gordon, reaches up, extends, runs to the end zone between two defenders, touchdown Patriots! Hardy, Mike Dassault, Paul Perillo, and Tamara Brown are here to do the grilling as your hosts. This week, the Patriots close out their regular season on the road against the Buffalo Bills. James White cuts it under the right arm, cuts it upfield, driving forward, it's diving to the goal line! It's still a touchdown! It's and a title for the Patriots! It. I can't believe it! Hardy, Mike Dassault, Paul Perillo, and Tamara Brown are here to get you ready for the game. It's football time, fellas. Let's get into it. Now, live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, Patriots Nation, welcome to the Patriots pregame show presented by Duncan. And here it is, Week 18 in the NFL. Patriots visiting the Buffalo Bills today, a game we weren't sure was going to happen, but, oh, it's happening, sweetheart. It's all happening. It's happening in Buffalo today as we get ready for uh, Patriots-Bills' final game of the regular season. This feels like a sneaky must-win for the Patriots. (laughs) Am I out of line in saying that? That was the the Shaughnessy line from the... The the when Cleveland played the Cubs in the World Series seventh game and he <laughs> yeah, opened up yeah, he opened up the press comments by asking Tito uh, is this a must win? <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite line this week I think from Jer- Gerard Mayo said this is a trash bag game. Oh yeah, it's my yeah. favorite. This is a trash, trash bag, bag game. game. Trash bag. I don't know what that means. If you lose, you lose. You pack everything up yeah. in a trash bag. It's trash the same. Bag. It's like the opposite of a t-shirt and hat game. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is uh, in in golf uh, on Friday. We call that a trunk slammer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you're if you don't make the cut, you yeah. T- now you take slam. those take those clubs slam slam the trunk for the uh, for the courtesy car you got. Uh-uh. Drive that thing back to the airport and on your way. Yeah. And the Patriots have been very lucky because they haven't had very many trash bag games. And um, you know they they have talked about that's. They talk about it a lot, like, uh, you know, over the years. Uh, 2008, they had a chance for one. Um, they haven't really had a lot of games on the last game of the year win and in. You know, it, 2002, it kind of happened. Um, but they, they've been very lucky not to have very many games like today. I mean, Need not help, to be a yeah. jerk. I'm going to be a jerk for a second. When everyone says, whenever anyone says no offense, whatever they say is about to be offensive. Get ready to be offended. <laughs> no, not, but any elimination game is a trash bag game. In the postseason, it's right. a trash yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. Game. Well, that, I mean, that's yeah. But he's talking about like talking about regular season kind of games. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, obviously, you could lose a playoff game and the season's over. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to yeah. piggyback on Paul's yeah. point. I think yeah. 02 and, and and 2008, they needed help that they didn't get. Right, like mm-hmm. those were like games like today where. They lost. They didn't get what they needed. I think Brett Favre was involved in both of them, too. So thanks for nothing, Brett. Well, before we get to the keys to the game, let's lay this out quickly. Deuce, I'm sure you have the uh, your finger on the pulse of all the uh, scenarioizing uh, taking place here. Obviously, yeah. the Patriots uh, win today, and they're into the postseason. We were discussing this earlier in the week about – is there a way they could lose <laughs> and still make the postseason? Oh, oh indeed, there is. Especially, uh, well, Jacksonville won last night. That was the first uh, thing they needed that to have st- happen. You needed Tennessee to lose. So we'll see. Uh, Pittsburgh, 
they beat Cleveland and Miami, if they beat the Jets, that those guys would get in over the Patriots. So you need either both either one. Yeah, of them. you, you need, need both, both the Dolphins those. and the Steelers to lose today. What time the are their the games loss. today? At the same exact time. So it'll all be coming to a head at once. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just it's it's exciting. Get ready. Do you it's think exciting. they would have like made the times for these games so that people would like watch at like one, four, and seven, or whatever it is. No, that's know? not. No, yeah. they want them at the same time for the most part because they don't want other teams tanking and that's becoming true. less competitive if they don't need to win. Right. Yeah. If that's the fair. if the Patriots were to play at one, then the other games don't matter. Right now, they now they, they want to avoid that. Yeah, you can't. Uh, obviously, there are times when it's going to happen, and right. you know there are going to be scenarios where it can't be avoided. Yeah. Someone's going to have the one o'clock. It always can be avoided. The NFL chose not to avoid it this particular season. Uh, <laughs> with your boys, you should be up in arms, but you're used to it because the Lions always get the short end of the stick. They do. They just they got screwed. I don't think they are looking at the Lions as a viable threat to win tonight in Green Bay, and therefore I don't think they care to. About when they scheduled the uh, the Seahawks and uh, but don't you think for a uh, Rams Seahawks don't, Rams don't right? you think Rams. that that uh, Seattle like Detroit should you know put all their efforts into winning that game tonight regardless no I'm saying if they had a chance to make the playoffs yeah. but now if Seattle wins Detroit has nothing to gain. like you, you actually your Lions didn't get screwed Seattle is really the ones that got screwed. Because there's a chance that they could win, and then Detroit dumps in the game. Whereas if they play at the same time, Detroit's oh. going to go balls to the wall to try to win, not knowing if Seattle has won. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then that not even getting into consideration the Kansas City-Buffalo travesty with you know oh. the whole well, we'll n- get number one seed. We got Those we games should have been played at the same time, oh. too. We got... We got plenty to get to in terms of what happened this week. I ha- haven't, and my bad for not mentioning the only story in football this week: Tamar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, and the news continues to get better and better as the week goes on. I was the one kind of pushing back on the initial reports when people were, I thought, prematurely celebrating when they were talking about, you know, the first reports of, you know, he's made progress overnight. People are like, oh, thank God. I'm like, don't thank God just yet. You know, there's a long way to go here. And and even after he was awake and responsive but still intubated, I thought it was early for people to, you know, kind of be breathing a sigh of relief. I said, you know, if— Whatever you're engaged in, you know, spiritually, mentally, prayers, thoughts, whatever, you got to keep those going. You know, he's this not quite out of the woods yet. And the doctors make a point of saying he is still a very critically ill mm-hmm. man. Yeah. And you need to, you know, keep him in your thoughts and prayers if that is something that you do. But having said that, him communicating with his teammates, yeah. not to mention his, uh, you know, doctors and family and everything else, but actually being aware and uh, uh, apparently, you know, full mental capacities. It's just, it's fantastic news, and I think I think a weight is lifted from this game as a result. Yeah, especially, I mean, that was a big line of questioning. Didn't hear from anybody on Wednesday. Started to hear from players on Thursday, and that was, I think, when you know they started to get reports that. The breathing tube was coming out, and you know he was starting to to show some signs of recovery. And you know, I think the hard thing was just on Friday asking the guys like, "How do you how do you walk into this right now and you know at, try to compete against these Buffalo Bills players that you know all week you've been feeling so much empathy for their situation and, and what they went through?" And 
Uh, I think that they're all just looking at it. We have to just take one step at a time. We have to get to the get to the stadium, get ready, and you know I'm sure there's going to be a presentation uh, of some sort before the game, perhaps with featuring Demar Hamlin, which would be you know great. Um, I just the Patriots are kind of in an impossible situation. I, I mean, this is already a huge you know just aside from all the Demar Hamlin stuff, it's just, it's a really hard team for them to beat. They haven't beaten them in a while. The Bills have, have kind of owned them, especially in the last three matchups. Yep. We know what happened in the playoff game last year. Um, I just like I go I go at it. We we come more Patriots.com. We talk, you know Patriots are our protagonists. We watch this story all year. It just feels like suddenly. You're just kind of a, 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 a an antagonist in the movie that dies early. You know, like you're not really like no one really cares about the Patriots. Say everybody's looking at the Bills and what can the Bills do? And oh, this is going to be such an, an inspiration for them and their and their season. And the Patriots are like, geez, we you know we got to try to win a game to make the playoffs. It's just it's a tough spot for them. I, I hope that they're able to you know withstand the storm early and, and you know maybe let the game unfold, and get over these initial emotions that are going to make it really hard uh, just to just to be in that environment. I mean, everybody's going to be across the country going to be pulling against the Patriots today, unfortunately. Yeah, I think for one of the rare times, Patriots fans always think that, uh, for one of the rare times, I think it's it's accurate today. I think most neutral observers of the NFL will be rooting for good things to happen to Buffalo today. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, having said that, in terms of like the the national attitude toward the Patriots today, uh, I, I and they're wrong, of course, but I think nationally, they're not looking upon them as necessarily the villains antagonists maybe but they're not viewed as a real threat to come in and win this game today i think the national narrative uh you know once damar hamlin facetimed his teammates in the locker room a couple of days ago was bills by a million right oh yeah and that is thought it doesn't and it really doesn't matter who they play all that much but what the patriots this year with mac jones and Matt? no don't worry about it now we of course all know that's wrong Mm -hmm. and we're all picking the patriots to win today i'm sure (laughs) but National from a national, yeah. I I agree. It's a it's a crappy position to be in as a fan of that team. If you're if you're looked upon as, you know, the the guy playing Tiger Woods in the final round of the Masters. You know, it's like you know a whole world is rooting against you. Yeah, that, I, I don't think people are rooting against the Patriots because I don't think they expect. <laughs> I don't think anyone has a reasonable expectation no. of them winning outside of New yeah, England. I, that's why <laughs> outside <laughs> of this room, right? I said it the way I did because I I feel like. People want good things to happen for Buffalo. Yes. You know, it's not necessarily yeah, right. like an anti-New England thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's a pro-Buffalo thing today. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, you know, they've had a lot of stuff, you know, beyond th- this tragic uh, event that happened Monday night. Oh, my God. I mean, with, you know, from the weather to, you know, th- I mean, their, their radio play-by-play guy had a stroke. I mean, yeah. there's, wasn't a, it there's a lot. Dawson Knox's brother. Brother died mm-hmm. in, in the, uh, during the summer. Oh, jeez. Uh, Hardy, yeah. we well, we had a moment. Th- what you brought up was is kind of like that Rocky two when Adrian comes out of the coma and True. all, of it, and you're like, "What are we waiting for?" Moment of yeah. like, "Oh, great!" Yeah, like, we're Mister T. Out, here comes send out a you know one of those. <laughs> gifts. Sorry, we're Apollo in the GIFs. rematch. Yeah. <laughs> you got no I would GIFs. say, yeah, Jif. Yeah, yeah. My favorite. But then I was like, thing. yeah, I'll get in trouble. Smell mainly. Smell mainly. My my favorite thing this week was him waking up and immediately asking, "Did we win?" Yeah. But did we win? You won tomorrow. I, yeah. I, I can't imagine what that you was won. like. <laughs> like just waking you, up, like uh, well, first words, like okay. Where do we begin? 
you know, like like you talk about his health, but then mm-hmm. you start getting into just the whole nation is behind you right now. Your mm-hmm. foundation now has about ten million bucks in the bank. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just what a what a whirlwind for, for him by, waking up. By the way, that is a that was a classic case of watching it and hearing it versus reading it. Because when yeah. I read the thing from the doctor when he said, "As we won the game," the doctor said. You won. You won the game of life. I'm like, ah, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, gross. And then I saw the doctor from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center when he said, when he was speaking at the podium, and the way he delivered the line, I'm like, that's so much better than the what, than Would written. You it? Yeah. It's so much better than reading mm-hmm. it because reading it, it's like in the worst Disney adaptation oh, of this absolutely. story. Absolutely, you would not write that line. Right, right, right. But the way the doctor Hard said it, I'm like. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. That's believable. That's mm-hmm. believable. Yeah. I I actually believe that he said that, and the way he just delivered it. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> How uh, would a great actor have developed that? You know, delivered that line. You know, yeah, give yeah. that to like you know, understated, yeah. right? Very understated. Know where to put the pause and right, you know, right, right, right. That's get good you, stuff. Get you teared up. Um. All right. So a lot more in Demar Hamlin and the the scenarios that the the league has come up with um, to determine home field and everything else. I imagine Paul has some real thoughts on this. I just but think we'll get to it. I think it's odd. That's all I'll, I'll say. I think their their solution was a little odd to me. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get to that. But first, we got to do the keys to the game. Hardo. <laughs> Why did you leave the keys up on the table? You wanted to. You've waited all week for it. The whole team's in the locker room right now just listening to this, waiting to hear what you're going to say. Without these keys, the Patriots are destined and doomed to fail. Here are Hardy, Paul, Mike, and Tamara's keys to the game. Why did I steal your key to the game also? Uh, You have the key. You have the right one. Keys to the game are brought to you by Mike Dussault, Paul Perillo, Tamara Brown, and me, Hardy. And we are going to give you those keys, and the Patriots are listening in the locker room right now. And, of course, without them, they will. There's a chance they could lose today yeah. if, if they don't follow these keys. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get em. to it. Paul, I want you to lead us off, if you would, please. Oh. Um, checks notes. What did I write? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> force turnovers and turn them into points. Today, it's not going to be enough to just force turnovers. They're going to need to turn them into points. I think they need, they need some help, and they need some uh, – you know, we talked a lot about the emotional elements. I, I, I do think, and I'm not going to get into this like that great because it's such a subjective thing. I, I think there's um, at least a chance that this works against Buffalo today too, with just the jacked up emotions of, of the night. And sometimes that doesn't really work in your favor on the field. But what what is working in Buffalo's favor definitively is the amount of talent they have, and with Josh Allen in particular. 15 touchdowns, no interceptions in his last, I think, five games against the Patriots. That can't that can't stay the same. That that second number can't stay the same. They have to find a way to take the ball away and turn that into points. They need some help offensively. And by there. points, not a field goal. <laughs> like like a touchdown would be great. Like I feel like there's been so many opportunities, and you've heard players say this in the in the locker room. They're so frustrated that they aren't able to capitalize. On the defense, either you know getting that stop on on third down, or um, even just after a turnover, say if you know Duggar doesn't run it in for a touchdown, <laughs> they aren't able they aren't yeah. able to score. It's a pick three, or sometimes a pick nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pick three. The pick I'm, back. I'm glad that I'm glad that's be- become part of the uh, the lexicon. I, and no. I give you credit for yeah, it yeah, every yeah, time I say it in front of it. someone who hasn't heard it. Yeah. So yeah. that's a hardyism. Pick three. Hardyism. Pick three. Pick three. Pick three. Or pick nothing. It. Use it. 
no, don't try and improve upon it. Pick nothing. Those have happened a lot this season <laughs> pick, as well. Pick backwards. <laughs> <laughs> pick pocket. Pick, pick your nose. Right, oh, my uh, gosh. Hey, uh, all right, Tamara, what's your key to the game? My key is be laser focused. I think they came into this game, obviously, with a lot of emotions running high, even before DeMar Hamlin. Like, this is already a high-pressure game where it's a trash bag game. It's a must-win game. It's it's a win-or-go-home game. But I think when you add this DeMar Hamlin... By the Hamlin, way, they're going home because it's on the road. Oh, thank you, Hardy. <laughs> you're just... You're <sighs> sass today. No sass. Okay. Like I was saying before I was rudely interrupted... Mm. When you add the DeMar Hamlin element into it, then you're already distracted. You're distracted, uh, like, you know, about that happening to you. You're distracted on, you know, the fact that the Bills are going to be coming in here extra motivated. You're distracted by the Bills mafia who are already insane as it is. And so I think that when you come into this game, you have to be laser focused as much as you can be, not focusing on the extra things that are happening, you know, on the field around you, DeMar Hamlin, support. Like, it's just a lot of things going on that I feel like, it can be easily for you to be distracted and forget the game plan, forget um, how important this game really is. I like it. I like it. It's not your best, but, but not, nowhere near your worst key. This is an emotional game. Yeah. Times that's fine. 10. Deuce just decided to recycle a that's key. Right. Oh, wow. I'm, I mean, like. We didn't find a way last time we played I Buffalo. Do. So. I, don't even, I don't even know that we need to do this one. I mean, do you want to give him a chance to, could roll it back. to try and explain this and, and make it sound like you put some thought into it I or could, not? I could fluff it up a little bit, you know, <laughs> make, it, make it sound <laughs> To be fair, I think easy. a lot of us have recycled keys this year. <laughs> oh, you try to, Secure well, the ball. Try to capture the, I mean, the spirit of the no thing. No turnovers. You, you could have balls every week. I mean, that's pretty much the team. I mean, that's what they do, right? I mean, you force turnovers, you get points off the turnovers, that's when they win. I mean, that's. Okay. That is the key. Your um, key is what find now? A way. I, I just there's so much going against <laughs> no, them. Today. Find a way, part, part two. two. They didn't find a way last time they played Buffalo, okay. which was my key. Mm-hmm. So now maybe part two. We're just going to try to find a way today. A lot more going against them today. I mean, the first find a way was just find a way to stop Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Now it's like find a way to emotionally overcome this whole thing that's going to go on pregame and. Everybody's got pray for Demar shirts on, including the Patriots. Which I love for Demar, so you know everybody is 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 on that board. I mean, I like, I guess I like in some ways the Patriots are are topping on that board too. Like like kind of they're claiming him too is like we're all for Demar, um, but it's it's a tough thing today. Find a way. Just I mean, I think Paul's got the right specific to it. Defense is probably going to have to be involved with points, um, but expecting them in Week 18 to suddenly go off on offense or do something you haven't seen all year. I'm not expecting that, but I think it's going to be one of those games, special team score, defensive score. If they're going to win, that's what it's going to take. Okay. A random way. Um, we can move on. Party? What do you got? So it's a good thing that Marcus Jones is mm. better because they're going to need him to yeah, find sure. a way. Yep. I think he's part of it. Yep. See, th- there's Tamara kind of bailing you she out a little me. bit. I know. I engaging you. Throwing me a life lifeline there. It's, I feel I it's my it. job as facilitator to engage and to, you know, bring out the best. Not this I, time. I, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't force <sighs> with, myself. With, really with Marcus him. Jones, you can find a way. You can find a spark. You can get that special teams touchdown or that defensive touchdown or even put him in Thank on offense and get you a touchdown this. there. Like restoring my self-confidence See? as a person. I, I kind of like the Marcus Jones, he can help you find a way. Uh, you know what? If you want to be a jerk about it, and that's I think that's my theme for today. Not to be okay. a jerk. Be a jerk. <laughs> Just being a jerk. <laughs> like today Come is on, different. Man. So anytime I hear you say not to be, whatever you're saying after that, just throw it out the window. Right. Um... <laughs> How about find a way to make Damara Hamlin as much about you as it is about <laughs> I know. I know. It's kind of. Well, that's. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of saying, is there any chance Damar could call the Patriots too? Could we do it? This the is why I'm for the Patriots. Like, can we draw this, this is why I'm not necessarily saying this game is over because there's no way the Bills are losing yeah. today. I've seen a million examples of 
this kind of emotion, yeah. and all of a sudden you come out, you're all jacked up, you make a couple of mistakes, yeah. and yeah. it works against you. I, I think, well, I think yeah. I heard you say that on Felgram as uh, yeah, I, this like, week too, especially yeah. Josh Allen. I mean, this you know he he's a guy that likes to take it all on himself. He's made you know fumbles this year. Patriots How's he been playing the last six eight games in terms of his quarterback rating and his touchdown interception ratio? Good, just not just great. Not not the Josh Allen no. that we were all afraid of yeah. at the end of last year. Like, can you imagine facing this guy? It's amazing how when you blow out your UCLA. Uh, UCL uh, nerve in your elbow and you don't play as well. Like, I've never even heard of that until this year. It's Tommy John surgery. That's what you hear. Yeah. Your ulnar collateral. collateral. Spell it. U-L-N-A-R. Ulnar. Ulna. Ulna kid. It's an ulna. But Har- Hardy's just avoiding having to tell us what his key is, by the way. Yeah, well, oh, I'm it's still waiting for this one. What is it? Well, buffaloes have humps. <laughs> you need to get over the hump. That's my key to the game. you got to get over the hump of the Buffalo Bills, which have uh, asserted themselves as the cream of the crop in the AFC East. They have beaten you handily the last couple of times. I know yeah. you got the win in Buffalo in last year. Right. Okay. That one just kind of stands out. Anybody, anybody really think that uh, the Patriots are somehow uh, – at it, on any way, kind of an even playing field with uh, Buffalo these days over the last couple of years? No. no. you got to get over the hump. You need to – I don't know that you'll be able to reassert yourself as a dominant force in the AFC East in one game, but you need one of those games where the 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 team on paper that's not supposed to win ends up winning anyway. And, and Paul made a great point about that weather game in Buffalo a couple of years ago, and it's something I've drawn on many times since then. And that is, you know, in a, and we talked about it last week even, in a in a game where something levels the playing field, either conditions-wise, injury-wise, something, you'll take a Bill Belichick coach team in those games every single time. Right. So, you know, that one, you you need a game where you go in, and on paper, the, the, the Bills still should have won that game, the weather game. They didn't. But you need one that is not leveled out by 30-mile-an-hour wins or something else. You need a win like that. You need to get over that hump and get yourself a win today when, by all expectations and probabilities and analysis, you should not. The Patriots, um, on paper, do not win this game today. No, so, and, and most likely it's if the Patriots do win this game, it's the Bills weren't ready and they know it's an emotional week for them. And that's what's you, know. you got to pull off a shocker. And that's that, all. But that's what stinks because the, the Patriots are in kind of a no-win situation. If, if they do pull off the upset, the aftermath of that upset is going to be poor Buffalo. I mean, they didn't even start practicing until Thursday. Yeah. They weren't there emotionally, mentally. They weren't ready. And that's that, I think, is unfortunate. I want to get into – It probably won't be wrong, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. I want to get into all that, you know, more in detail later on in the show in terms of uh, no one's blaming uh, Buffalo for being emotional or for them, you know, not wanting to play the rest of the game on Monday night. Since then, I think you can second guess a lot of decisions made by the league and for scheduling purposes, you can second guess a lot of stuff. And I'm not saying that people won't say poor Buffalo. But they they had opportunity to prepare for this game, and they I still believe that the league could have said, you know what, you're going to have to play this game. This is going to be a huge mess if you guys don't play this game Tuesday night or Wednesday night. They chose not to. 
They chose this other scenario, which I do not understand why they went, why they're going ahead with this. And I think in some ways it does Buffalo a disservice because now it hands Buffalo this gift of, you know what? You're not going to you're probably not going to have to end up in Kansas City as a result of this. You know, good. Mm-hmm. We're going to do you guys a solid. Who, who's to say they need to be done a solid? They're the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I don't They're think b- they were really done a solid. I think they were both Cincinnati especially was screwed. Yeah, yes. but, I, screwed. but I think yeah. Buffalo was screwed too because both of those teams had a chance to have that game take place in their buildings, mm-hmm. and now they don't have that chance. Yeah, but I, the, I thought it was interesting that the Bengals tweeted. Anyways, after like the news came out, it was pretty entertaining. They're personally. pissed, yeah. And They're I don't, pissed. and I don't blame them. I'm yeah. no huge like Zach Taylor, Mike Brown fan, but I don't blame them for being f- felt like they were done wrong. Now, you can take care of it yourself. You win the game today. That coin flip thing goes away. All you have to do is win, and they should win at home against a team without its quarterback. Yeah. So just go out and win a game. But I don't blame Cincinnati for having that that mentality. I don't either. I mean, they were really peaking it felt like i mean they mm-hmm. were on a hot streak they were knocking teams off i mean they've beaten both these teams so it, it's just the way it was coming together it seems like they are the ones who are kind of getting derailed in the whole i mean the patriots not that i, I mean they, were they, didn't beat buffalo. I they hadn't beaten buffalo yet but but they had the opportunity in that game you know that right. they that they very well could have won that game they very well could win this week and they would have been the number one overall seed yeah and i know we don't want to bog the whole two-hour show today with what the league did but i still don't really understand why they wouldn't have just played the week 18 games today as they should have i think everything was right there and then just play buffalo cincinnati next week mm-hmm. uh, like i just make it a week 19 for just those two teams and push the playoffs back a week do i just th- thought that made a lot of sense do you think they were worried about bringing buffalo back to cincinnati and like emotionally like how that would have been for them do you think like just i don't replaying think, that again i don't think that that was was in play but uh, i mean they could have to do that anyway. I mean, they could play in the playoffs. If the Patri- yeah. if the Bills lose today and the Bengals win, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think that they flip-flop seeds, right? I think so. If they Okay. Yeah. I don't know who gets the – I don't know who, who wins to, the tiebreaker there. I shouldn't say that that could happen. But but to your first point, Paul, why not push everything back a week? Yeah. And eliminate the – put including the Super Bowl? No, no, no. There's a week between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. So that's what that's, that's the week that's built in. That's the week that's built in. But also, th- two things happen. Number one, teams expect, want to to be in the Super Bowl to have uh, a bye week, a week of rest, and a week to get ready. So the the teams were not going to be happy about that. The, there to was accommodate. To, I, just I to totally, accommodate. Agree. I totally agree. I, and I think what they were trying to do was. Um, keep it as much normal as they could, but I think that they're impacting more teams doing it this way than they would have that way because really the only two teams I – mean, they, I, I think, felt like waiting two weeks before that playoffs now, like is everybody – you know, and then Cincinnati and Buffalo wouldn't have had those two weeks off. So now they're the better teams and they're playing against the team in wild card weekend, the loser, is playing against a team potentially that – had two had two weeks to prepare so they didn't want to do that but in terms of like the the two super bowl teams there's only two teams there's only two but there's so much that goes into it and i don't think the league wanted to put that on the fans and the sponsors and everybody else you know that you you we've been to super bowls we you see like the the circus that is the super bowl there's a lot of prep and quite frankly there's a lot of people who are traveling to those towns they want and need that week built in 
yeah. to get ready for it. I as get a, it. As I don't hate it. I don't, I don't hate what they did. My solution would have been to play the game because I think it just made too much of an impact on the seedings. Um, I don't like the idea of the neutral site. I think if you wanted to do it this way, they should have just said, well, 14-3 and three is better than 13 Winning percentage, that's it. That's it. You just go on what was in place, you know, that they put in place and, during the And I also year. think they went out of their way to make sure Buffalo had a chance with this neutral site thing, but not Cincinnati. And that's why I think Cincinnati's sort of like, hey, that's why like, I th- what about us? We couldn't play that game either. That's why I feel like Buffalo got a little bit of a pat on the head from the league, which I, they, I they would did. take as somewhat yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. I'm like, look. You know, any team is going to take whatever advantage they're given, but you don't want to. You don't want people feeling sorry for you. You don't want to be given any kind of an advantage based on something as as horrific as what happened to Demar Hamlin. But here they have it, and the neutral site thing is stupid. How about this? Let's make this inconvenient and just suck for fans of both teams. Right. Have it in a nu- neutral site, and I would not. I really put, don't like the neutral. Site. I, I hate the neutral you. site, and believe believe me. Uh, if this is in any way successful, what you watch the NFL try and do this? Huh? You know, neutral site conference championship games—not <laughs> the worst idea in the world. Yeah, I yeah. think it's up there. I think it. Well, for me, I, what I love about the conference championship games is it feels like the last real football game of the season. You're in an actual home stadium. Right. It's an actual real atmosphere, rather than the Super Bowl, which is kind of an ex- exhibition of sorts. And there's all kinds of fans. <laughs> Thank you for all pointing at me. Um, can you, I say? Can I say one more thing? I couldn't, I was, agree, I couldn't I, agree more. If it's if it's as good as what you just said, <laughs> you just talk the, the floor rest of the show. As a matter of fact, you got another hour. You got another hour forty-five. Well, you just go. Interesting dynamic. I just I was playing right. with the ESPN no. playoff machine here a little bit. Um, a, little, a little bit. And so, assuming Cincinnati beats Baltimore, basically what what it boils down for me is if the Patriots then win. Cincinnati wins, so Patriots beat Buffalo. Cincinnati beats Baltimore. The Patriots go to Cincinnati, so they can flip flop. They can flip flop. So Buffalo lose. So Buffalo get in. They're going back to Buffalo. So if Buffalo has to go to, wait a minute, what? (laughs) So if the if Buffalo wins, beats the Patriots, and the and Cincinnati wins, they're both. Yeah, Buffalo's the two if Buffalo wins. Right. But if Buffalo loses and Cincinnati wins, if, Buffalo's if the Buffalo three. Buffalo loses, and, and according to ESPN. Right, so Buffalo's the three. They, they would slip. So Buffalo would have to go to Cincinnati in the divisional round in the 2-3 yeah. game, assuming they both win. Yep. Hmm. Interesting dynamic, though. I mean, and I think it's not that the Patriots need any more incentive, but – I think that you can at least talk yourself into, hey, it'd be better to go to Cincinnati next week than it would be to go back to Buffalo again, <laughs> you know. And if you beat Buffalo, then you got to beat, you know. You, you, I mean, you lose to them once, you got to go back there again. I don't know. If you beat them, you don't have to go back there at least out of the gate. I don't know. There's some appeal in that to me. All right, um, we are not going behind enemy lines. I canceled that segment this week. Oh, you canceled it. I canceled Is that an executive it. decision by you. Do you want to like share with the rest of the class? Yeah, I I got tired of using a military term for our silly little uh, show oh, here. Uh, I thought it was stolen valor, uh, <laughs> it, and out of respect to Marine Matt, I said we're not doing it. I don't know. I guess Matt. I, I, I guess Matt. First person to say it, so please stop. <laughs> Maddie Glab not available. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. obviously the media in Buffalo has a lot of things going on um, pregame today, and um, we sort of respected that. And I think Matt made the decision to, you know, sort of step back. They're all busy with some pregame work of their own. Right. They. I, I think Maddie is a actual. She's like us, right? She's like Mike 
Tamara and I. Yeah. And she's, you know, not really doing any of the uh, pregame stuff. Yeah. So being no. sensitive to have LePan yeah. pose as a as a Bills reporter. That's not. That's now not, you'll be not going. What we're didn't for. we do that one week? I think we did one week. <laughs> We, uh, yeah, a faux, we, a faux reporter. We could, yeah, we could, uh, we could uh, do a version of it right now. Let's bring in uh, <laughs> Mike Deuce Deuce from uh, the BillsMafia.gov <laughs> joining us now. Uh, Mikey Deuce. <laughs> thanks, dot, dot gov. Hello? Uh, thanks. Hello? Yeah. So, uh, big game today, huh? Yeah, it's it's been a, you know it's been a tough week here this week, but you know we we've got some good news about tomorrow, and uh, we're we're hopeful that the team's going to be able to so you know, refocus. Oh, hey, you got that beef on whack? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a question for Mikey Deuce of uh, BillsMafia.gov? I do. Josh Allen on the injury report this week. Is there any concern there? No. <laughs> Paul? Question for Mikey Deuce? What's your score prediction? Bills a lot. Patriots, not so much. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for the time. You can wow. follow him at Deuce that, Deuce. That, that took a turn there at the end. <laughs> yeah. We were having fun. Oh, good times. All right. Had LePan come in. <laughs> All right. Now we're done. So look at this. I mean, the the show is moving right along. We're like all the way down to over unders in our my little <laughs> my little sheet. Check them out. No, we're, we're look at all these phone calls we got first. Come on, we got to do that first. Let's do it. Uh, but the over unders are exciting. Um, those yeah, right down to the bit. wire for wow. us here. I mean, wowie wow wow. Talk about a trash bag game. This is gonna be fun today. Yeah. Uh, but first, let's do the not so fun thing. Talk to Pat Nagawam. Let me take oh, a cell phone. that's. Unfortunate oh, that that happened. Hurtful. Oh, Hardy, you broke my heart, man. I'm, 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 you know I love you. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> so, Let's go. Um, I, I think the only people cheering for the Patriots in this game are actual Patriots fans, and probably half of them, with Max aff- quote unquote <laughs> affluenza, probably don't care whether we win this game or not. But I think we're uh, we'll, we'll be vilified nationally, and honestly. Had none of this Demar Hamlin stuff happened, I, I don't. I didn't see how they would win this game anyway. But um, our good friend Alex Barth, I think, had the, had the most crucial key to the game, which is try and shorten the game, run the ball, and control the clock, limit Buffalo's possessions. I mean, if you can get them to only five possessions. I mean, maybe they score thirty-five points, but you know, maybe you stop them a couple times, maybe you hold them to a couple field goals, and the game could be a bit more competitive. But but do the Patriots score not. when they're doing that? Probably not, Paul. No, I'm, you know, but I'm just saying, if it, I'm all for shortening the game if you score. Like if it, I thought Tennessee did a great job of this last night. You know, the first drive that they got, 10 minutes, they get a field goal. Like, I know they only got three points, but they took 10 minutes off the clock while scoring. If you can do that, that's how you shorten the game. But if you don't score, like this is what they tried to do in the game Thursday night in early December. They tried to shorten the game, and Buffalo ended up saying, you want to shorten the game? You want to back off? We'll just run the ball all night, and we'll hold the ball all night. Yeah. And yeah, the game was never competitive. Never, never not once 40 minutes. was the game competitive. But I think you would see, Polly, just what we've seen all year, which is, yeah, I mean, settle for field goals, hope that you get a defensive touchdown. And um, I just don't think that – I don't think the Pats have it. And there are some also to compete in this game, you know, physically it's a bit, and mentally. Yeah, and I just think it's what? a big ass. Yeah, I think people look at it and say the Patriots just need to run the ball without realizing for three months they haven't been able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I just, I, well, I, what can I say? We, we, we've watched a lot of football this year, Pat. Something tells me, my gut tells me, that the first offensive for the uh, offensive series for the Patriots is going to consist of a screen, uh, a run, 
and an incompletion on third down. In, in all seriousness, I would get ready. I for mean, I, yeah, we can talk about all we want. I like what? What have they shown us yeah. beyond that? That that's what they're going to do. I would get ready for more short stuff, but but maybe with a couple of shots taken, uh, you know, sprinkled in downfield because that's. I mean, Buffalo's defense. That's what everybody sort of thinks is the way to attack it underneath and make them tackle in space. They did a good job of tackling in space in the game against them in the Thursday night game. Don't don't forget a false start or a holding penalty oh, on that first don't, series. But, see, uh, you're worse than I am, Pat. I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Bills to win 31 to 17. Um, 17. Let's go get Pete Skronsky, Paris Johnson Jr., or um, the kid from Georgia in the first round. Let's do it, baby. Boy, you're, All right, guys. Talk in the post game. We have Hi, Patty. very very similar final score predictions. You and I today, Pat. He almost with within a, a point. Um, so yeah, that's where we're at. Just trying to figure out ways where the Patriots could do it. And, Paul, you couldn't be more right. You know, some of these scenarios about running the ball or doing this. like, Yeah, so you want the – it sounds better than deep downfield threats, throw 60-yard bombs on go routes and score that way. Okay, well, that's not going to happen. Well, running the ball probably isn't going to happen either. Right, and listen, if they have success offensively, I don't care what they do. You know what I mean? If it works, mm-hmm. I don't care if it's like shortening the game. I, but if they score, that to me is the key to the game. Sure. You have to find a way to put points on the board. Right, but I just I don't know what they do. I can't I cannot give an honest key to say this is what you need to do in order to score today. I think I'm with I Paul. I really that. don't care if it's like not aesthetically pleasing to watch. If they <laughs> score, they score. Like if it, even if it's boring, if they it, score, they score. Oh, you mean you don't care about style points today? No, no style points today. <laughs> Uh, and also, I think the defense cannot wait until the second half to like make adjustments. Like, uh, for example, what happened in the Cincinnati game, where we're at halftime and we're like, "Oh my god, I think they might lose forty to zero. That can't happen today yeah. because like the offense is not in a place where they can, you know, do that second half comeback. We've yet to see them do it. I mean, we've seen them almost do it, but they still haven't yeah. done it. Yeah, I just wonder if they're gonna try to bust something out like they did with Marcus Jones in this first matchup. I mean, that was, you know, big play. It was really, you know, one of the only sniffs they got. Um, You know, do they just kind of throw caution to the wind a little bit? Do they bust out some trick plays? Do they just, you know, kind of empty the bag, um, so to speak, If how aggressive they are? Um, I don't know. But trick plays, you know, do you know they haven't had one other person other than a quarterback throw a pass this year? It would be the first time since – 2013. Yeah. Interesting. Like, get Jacoby involved. Like, I really don't care what's happening behind the scenes with Kendrick Bourne, but you need to play him. Like, yeah. I gotta use believe Kendrick Bourne. I mean, you got to believe that Marcus Jones could throw a pass. He can do everything else. <laughs> sure. Mm, I mean, uh, well, Jacoby's shoulder, he's got a shoulder injury, uh. so maybe, that, maybe that's scaring them away. But, I mean, I, just, I do just think it's interesting generally because I think we always looked at those things as – pulling out all the stops to generate offense any way possible, and this team needed to do more of that this year. I mean, I, I think maybe you had some opportunities missed not to to try more of that stuff. I, I don't know why. It, it, I mean, it just feels almost like you couldn't quite get everybody on the same page for just the basic stuff, and how do you get past that and start doing trick plays when you know it's hard enough just to execute your regular stuff? Um, right. We have an email from Nick in Wisconsin who says, uh, first off, I want to say I love the show. Second... If you're one of the vets on the Patriots, what would you say to Mac Jones about his outbursts? Or do you even say anything to him? Just be cool, bro. Just be cool. Just be cool. He's Just right. Just be cool. Once we got past that uh, find a way part. I know. You spark, You lit a fire under me, Hardy. Find and a and way. I, I redux. Be better. <laughs> yeah. But be cool. 
Right. You know, he just it's a, it's a lot of ah! all the time. Like, you know, I, I just there's something to be said for. And I always point out like my one of my big things with Mac is like when he takes a sack on third down or something, it's like he jumps up and he sprints off the field as if like he can't wait to be like, I can't wait to get to the silent. You know, there's no like like he needs like be cool. You got to like have this sense of like. This isn't going the right way, you guys. Come on, pick it up for you know, like that, like sense that Brady would kind of have sometimes, or any good quarterback. I, I think like when they walk off the field, and you're like, oh, he's simmering right now. But you you can tell yeah. it's under his skin. It's not like he comes. And I don't need a robot. Like I don't need an emotationless guy who's like, well, you know, he needs, it says here he in the quarterback like manual. <laughs> He, he needs, needs to be, be like he needs to be like Joe Burrow. Like when you look at Joe Burrow, like even second half of that game when you're like, "What is going on?" Like when the Patriots were, air quote, catching up, I feel like he never lost his cool. Like he just the, most, nothing about him changed. He it's not like he didn't care, but most greats don't change, winning or losing. Yeah. Name the sport. Most of them don't show that much emotion. He needs the male veteran equivalent of Penny Lane from Almost Famous to be, hey, be cool. Seems just for the band. (laughs) Yeah, just (laughs) chill. That's what he needs. He's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you ever notice he has the... I love it. He has the reference for every situation. I love Almost Famous, too. It's a great movie. It's great. It's really good. Great soundtrack. Really good. You ever seen Almost Famous? No. Mm -mm. What do you do? Watch what Law do and Order. Do? What do you oh, that's do, guys? Watch Law and Order. New episodes are back every Wednesday. There's enough Law and Orders to keep you <laughs> occupied till the end of time. Like seven different. <laughs> what do you do, Dick guy? Wolf? Watch just Law counting Law. all that money. So, Tamara got him. <laughs> do you see reruns? Obviously, you mm-hmm. watch r- reruns. Yeah. Ones that you've never seen before. I have came across ones that I've never seen before. Yeah, it's gotta be honest, it's before she was born, Hardy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I, they have to be. I mean, there's so many of them. Is it bad? Uh, Floyd in I know Floyd in Michigan. What's going on, Floyd? Mr. Floyd. Good morning, everybody. There he is. Hey, morning. Hello, sir. Let me begin by saying that Miss Tamara Brown's uh, jean jacket is very stylish and quite cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I did uh, notice it. Now, is it a jacket or is it a blouse? Um, it's, it's not a blouse, I'm sure. Uh, it has buttons it's like a blouse. It techni- as a jacket. It's technically a button-up, but I am yeah. kind of wearing it as a jacket today. Okay. You look right. fantastic. I have to ask, who are, are you, you wearing? wearing? I am wearing <laughs> Wear by Aaron Andrews, um, Wear by EA, um, sports broadcaster of all the things, sideline reporter. Uh, she has her own label? She has her own line. Well, not you know? for you, though. No, apparently Because not men don't know ladies. how to make women's athletic gear that fits. Uh, <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else, Floyd? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I have a question. I was listening this morning to a podcast with Boomer Esiason, okay. and the conversation was basically head coaches tomorrow being uh, possible, some coaches being fired. Boomer brought up an interesting. He said, keep an eye on Tennessee. I know. He said that the GM was fired and there's just some things going on. My question is, if if Mike Vrabel comes available, are you picking up the phone? To be the head coach in New England or to bring aboard the staff yeah, under to, Bill Belichick? To do what, yeah. And here's the problem. <laughs> okay, oh, so God. I know there's a lot of y'all that just do not want to let this man go, Bill Belichick. I'm, my concern is this. So to answer your question, 
I'm talking to be the head coach. Okay, Floyd, let me answer your question. I'm not hiring Mike Vrabel to replace Bill Belichick in 2023. Oh, I would. You would? Yeah. You'd hire Vrabel to replace Bill next year? If Bill year. doesn't want to do any changes and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. I all would. Right. All right. I, lo- I love me some Mike Vrabel. I mean, I'm, I am I think it is with that caveat of Bill has to well, that's a, and that's a be much, on the same page. With that's Bill a yeah. much different caveat, too. If I agree with you, Paul, I think we all agree. If Bill's unwilling to change yeah. the makeup of this staff in any way, then I don't know anybody who would. Uh, uh, this really sucks, to, you know, to lose one of the greatest coaches of all time. But this is untenable. Yeah. This is unsustainable. This can't. This cannot continue. I don't think it's going to come to that. Do you think it's going to come to that? Do you think there's a chance? There's a chance, of course. Okay, but this realistically, is, this is basically um, if if this game doesn't go the way I think it sounds like a lot of us expect. I I think th- this could be the vast majority of our post game show today. Save it. <laughs> but, yeah, I think there's a chance. Wow. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, am, Flo- I, am Floyd, I betting on it? No. Floyd, my, my apologies. I'll take Vrabel. Right. Sure. My, my bet would be what you guys are saying. Bill's back. There's some changes with the offensive staff. That's my bet. That's what I would put my money yeah. on. But what? am I convinced of that? Nope. I don't know. And we can, do, we can save this for the post game. I don't know that ownership loves Mike Vrabel. I don't, know, I, I don't know the answer yeah. to that either. Let me put it this way. I don't think ownership loves Mike Vrabel. But he would, here's he would the have other to, thing. He would have to issue a retraction about his comments about Patriot plays yeah. in order to get the job back <laughs> That's a long time ago. <laughs> and, 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 and here's the other thing is, <laughs> so, like, and this is what, the, Not like, a fan. <laughs> again, this is, I think a we road. could get an hour and 45 minutes uh, after we do the good, bad, and the injured <laughs> in the postgame show if things don't go well today. Great. Talking about this stuff, but, like, what I think separates the really good owners and the really good leaders, businessmen, is their ability to sort of adjust to something when it changes on the fly. Yeah. And I don't think any of us a month ago would have even entertained the possibility that somebody like Mike Vrabel could be available. Mm. And I don't know if he's going to be available, but right. they lost seven in a row. I know it wasn't all his fault. They have like 24 guys on IR. I think he's a tremendous coach. I think last night... Given what he had to work with, a kid that played his second career start in six years in the league had them two minutes and 51 seconds away from winning, okay? If you're Robert Kraft, I didn't expect a guy of that caliber to be available. He is available now. What do I do? Does that make sense for us? Like, how many more years am I going to have Bill? Right. And, like, if it goes unbelievably well for Bill, what are you getting? Two more years out of him? Three? It's so funny. I was I was going so back. So you might have to make a tough decision is my point. You yeah, might have to go one year too early. Right. And, because and somebody that you couldn't pass up became available. Turn turn Bill on himself. I, I thought the the line of the <laughs> like Tom Tom Curran Tom Curran wrote the wrote this line yeah. and it was I think one of the best lines that I've seen about this situation. Bill Belichick would have cut ties with Bill Belichick by now. He wrote that about six weeks ago. Like it's the really whole good. the whole year before, sure. you know, better than a yeah. year later. Yep. I, I went back and I was searching some best of material for uh, Felger and Maz on Friday and found something from How much did you get of me in there? <clears throat> God. This I thought we had I thought we had a thing. I thought we had chemistry. You, you promised me like a a fuppet. Yeah. 
It's mostly Bedard, I'm imagining, right? Yeah, it's probably all. No, Bedard. no, this was this was something. that's like they wanted something from like five years ago this week. Oh, and Get one the, of the, the inactive lists yeah. are up. One of the, one of the things was talking about Bill lasting another couple of years, and that was it. That was five years ago. I'm like, yeah. what do you think? You know, two, three more years? No real surprises. Brendan Schooler's out, but that, that's yeah, it. that's probably why Calvin Munson. Uh, I know yeah. he's a special team kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Munson. Other than that, everybody else. Uh, we we kind of know. What's going on with Schooler? Schooler, ah, uh, he's hurt. He's Schooler guy. Yeah. Did it? He wasn't on the. He was at practice. Schooler had a hip. Yeah. Oh, he did have a hip. Yeah, yes, he's been and, around. He was, and, and he was Mike. And he was. I don't know when I'm going to learn you more things. He had the dreaded. Yeah. Not Friday, on the injury Friday. report on Wednesday. Added on Thursday yeah. with a new injury, which tells me what. Happened in practice. Got hurt in practice. Those are the ones you got to keep an eye on. He also had the bad penalty on Sunday, didn't he? Yeah. Did he? Ran into the. Oh, yeah. Ran into the punter. Yeah. He got hurt, though, during the week, evidently, in practice. But Jalen Mills, Jonu Smith, Sean Wade, Sam Roberts, Josh Bledsoe, Kevin Harris, Brendan Schooler. So Jonathan Jones, Jacoby Myers are are active. Um, Yeah, you know, one other thing, (laughs) one other quick funny uh, funny thing from the locker room on Friday was uh, Jelani Tavai caught. A glimpse of our boy Yannick, who uh, is our German writer, and saw him from behind and thought, quote, I thought it was schools. I almost whacked him. (gasps) (laughs) And so luckily he did not. But uh, that was uh, but poor Yannick almost got got some crossfire there because he's got long blonde hair just like Schooler does. So he's okay though. He Uh, almost did what to him? He almost, uh, I said he whacked I think he was going to give him like a buddy whack on the back, but, oh. you know, he's, you know. I almost he's did that to my sister-in-law once yeah. on her ass. Oh. oh. And it uh, wasn't her? I was, you uh, thought was, it was uh, your, your lady? This was very early on in my relationship with my wife. Oh. We were visiting her parents' house, walking past a, a bathroom, and saw this, you know, blonde girl standing there getting ready and couldn't see the face, and I was just going to, like, give her a little... You know, just a How little, yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah, a little <laughs> let, let her know you're there. Just a little slap, and I mean, I, I, my arm was cocked. Yeah. And then as I get in, in the in the right, you know, angle, I caught her face in the reflection. It was Whoa. not my uh, then abort, girlfriend, abort. now wife. It was <laughs> her sister. Pull up, pull up. Face palm. <laughs> Whoo. Wouldn't. Ah, never mind. All right, uh, we got to step aside. Okay, so let's do that. Cool. Oh, um, okay. We want to thank Dom's, Dom, the official steak tip of the New England Patriots. Dom made the grill this season with a tailgate box subscription. Visit domsausage.com to choose your plan. Get a curated box filled with quality meats delivered to your doorstep, ready to grill for the game. You'll be the MVP of the tailgate season. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in PC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Every play, every pass, every performance is perfected on the training field. Producing critical data that's analyzed, measured, and studied. Acronis keeps that data safe and ensures it's there to use whenever and wherever it's needed. Verizon, the network America relies on. 
and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Armstead is listed with a toe, peck, knee, and a hip. Remember the, the, the Patriots had a Shoulders, guy with like... knees and toes, yeah. knees and toes. Right. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. You know what uh, really, really caught my attention when uh, Goodwill Hunting, which has been on a loop on cable here yeah. lately. Yeah. We were talking about it during the break, Matt. That's why I'm talking about it now. Is that is, why I broke up with Skyla? Is that <laughs> right? Because we're talking Skyler about Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson. But the kid who's always right in the back seat with Casey Affleck, that's uh, Rip from Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, I mean, okay. I haven't seen Yellowstone. Okay. Uh, watch the first season and tap out. Cole Hauser. That's what. That's what I would recommend to you. Also, the, watching and it confused. He's done still, a lot. You're still watching it, Matt. I haven't watched the new season yet, but I will once it's all out. I wouldn't even bother. Hey, Hardy. Season two and three are pretty decent. You know in uh, Yellowstone when they do the horses stopping short in (laughs) slow motion? That's real cowboy (laughs) stuff. Don't care. Tell me a story. (laughs) I didn't realize that's how cowboys stack up. Like, (laughs) how how well can you stop a horse short? (laughs) Like, that's like... 
That's how they measure? Well, like Apparently, that's the be-all, end-all. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Slow motion. It's amazing. All right. Let's uh, let's grab a couple more phone calls. We have a hot and heated over-under. We're going to do our final over-unders of the regular season uh, today. And uh, we'll see what, what that ends up meaning. But uh, first, we have to talk to uh, callers in both North and South Carolina. James, you're up first in North Carolina. What do you got for us? All right. Absolutely. Good job, Fred. So if North Carolina is the Tar Heel State, what is South Carolina? We should ask Michelle in South Carolina. What is is South Carolina, Michelle? Hey, everybody. What up? What up? Hi. It's not the Tar Heel State. What is it? The Gamecocks. The Gamecocks. The Gamecocks State? Really? It's a whole state. Not the whole state. What do you mean? What? Not the Tiger State? No. Never mind. How you doing, Michelle? Did you God. did you get your hoodie? No. Oh, I was supposed to be there yesterday. All right. <laughs> well, I'm not home. I'm not in the. Um, I'm not working in three hours from my house. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Um. What do you got on the game? So let me ask. I have a question and a comment. Okay. Um. How many are we going to use all three running backs on the roster? Um, Harrison and Stevenson and Pia Strong, do you think? Probably not Strong. Um, why? Oh, you don't think Strong? I don't think he'll get many snaps unless one of those guys gets hurt. All right. My other, my few keys, you guys touched on a lot of them. I talked to Joe Murray and Leroy, and um, I agree that the offense has to come out extra aggressive. They just have to throw the game book away and just come out. And I feel like they need to play a lot of no huddle. I think they need to get um, Buffalo's defense extremely tired. <laughs> you know what? And I think the best. In, in terms of offensive plans, and Michelle, thank you for the call. Good to hear from you. Yep. Thank Michelle's you. is a good one. Michelle, Michelle is a good one. Great one. Okay. You can't tell me anything like X's and O's wise that the Patriots can right. do offensively. It's going to change my that mind. Was, that was Patty's point on the, the first call. Right. I, I agree. But, Chuck and duck. But no huddle. And go out there and try and catch him a little off guard, and you know, just okay, that's something. That's something that I think at least we haven't seen too much of. And when we have seen it, it can work. It can work a little but bit. But I really do think the focus needs to be on the offense. Like I think everybody's like, how can this defense, uh, you know, hold you in the game? It it probably can't if it doesn't get any yeah. support. If it if it continues to be what the offense has been for the first sixteen games, you're not going to be able to keep up. Uh, you need to do something different. South Carolina is the Palmetto State. Palmetto. I, you know what? What's a Palmetto? Uh, <sighs> I don't know. Is that a tree? Is a tree? Yeah, I was going to say, is it a tree? Flower? It's a palm. Palmetto is like a, a smaller South You ever been to South Carolina? No. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I love it South Carolina. Nice. Charleston, really nice. Myrtle Beach, oh. a little touristy, but nice. I've heard good things about Myrtle yeah. Beach. Yeah. Been 13 weeks on Paris Island. Oh, sorry, that's is its, this own, where I'm that's sp- its own thing. This is where I'm supposed to like, you know, now feel bad. Now you got oh, the Billy Joel song. It's well, yeah, it's, yeah, and we will all go down together. Yeah. That's right. He, me- he mentions Paris Island in yep. that song. You'll be enjoying that, won't you? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently and not up in the 300s. From what you told me. Once again, Bill, Billy. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Where were you guys when I was singing Billy Joel to Matthew Judon in the press conference? I could have used some help here with uh, with this one. Billy Joel. Oh, wait, 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 what? 
You didn't know about this? No. Into the story of me. Okay, so the the, the question was posed <laughs> to Judon. Yeah. Um, are you gonna go see Billy Joel? He's like, I don't know any Billy Joel songs. Can you sing one for me? And no one did until no. Well, no one did. I mean, it was like totally rock, like just completely dead silent. Everyone was just staring at him. And this is Judon. So I just I just went right into sing us a song. You're the piano man. Like sing us a song. You know, just kind of belted it out like that. Everybody looked at me like I would like you're looking at me. I, now. I, I can't be on the show anymore. <laughs> I thought that was a nice moment that Deuce had among the. Fellow. I just let it fly. I just let it fly. Yeah. I, don't ask me to sing. Don't That's ask good. me to sing. I will sing. But uh, don't ask Billy Joel to write lyrics that sound anything not like witness testimony. <laughs> I like the, the Down yeah. Easter Alexa. That's you know a, Sergeant O'Leary? <laughs> yes. Uh, he has a second job as a bartender. Uh, where is that? Look Mr. Cacciatore's. And where is that? Down on Sullivan Street, across from the medical center. <laughs> Deshaun in Virginia on the Patriots pregame show. What's going on, Deshaun? Hello, guys. Once again, how's it going? What's going on? Good. Nothing much. Um, I actually have... Uh, um, I'm a... Um, I have some points according to uh, Mr. Floyd. Well, I think he had a really a good, interesting point of view. Yeah. For about, for about like the coaching changes. Uh, um, like I had four ways. Like before, like, I thought that it was transparent to what his question was. Like as far as like uh, like take Bill's rights away. Like as far as uh, having to choose players in the draft free agency, um, as well as fire coach Matt Patricia. Third by uh, Coach uh, Joe Judge, the one I thought was a good idea to go for it on fourth and ten. I mean, a QB sneaking from fourth and ten, doing a step with the Giants. And if Bill doesn't comply, number four, he, I think he should go. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the whole idea of them running it back, yeah, you know, just as is. Eh, a couple of changes here and there, special teams, maybe a linebacker. No, no, no. If if he indicate. I would put it this way. I would I would even take it this far, Deshaun. If he goes to ownership and makes any kind of a real plea to keep it together, say, you know what? I'm not even going to try and change your mind. We're all done here. Because that that speaks to Tom uh, Tommy Curran's point that Bill should have gotten rid of Bill some time ago. If you think that this is something worthy of being tried again next year, then we are we're. To, the nicest way of putting it is we're too far apart. We're just too far apart, and this isn't going to work. Good luck in your future endeavors. Yeah, it's, I think it's the biggest fear that you hear from you know people that call into the show and stuff is just that, that like you said, that they're going to try to run it back. And I, I just feel like it's so below the line that you have to think that, that Bill will understand and, and come forth with his own ideas of, of significant changes. I mean, you know, and it feels like each show we've been doing the last few weeks and Patriots Unfiltered just feels like, Hey, here's a new way I came up with to, to tell you that the Patriots' offense isn't very good. Right. You know, I mean, it's just you, you go across the board on the stats and, you know, everything that, that you come to know as important. I mean, points scored. Uh, we know what the defenses has added to that, you know, as, as far as like average drive. I mean, they're just they're near the bottom of the league. They're one of the three or four worst offensive teams in every category there is. And I don't know how anyone could have watched the season and, and come away with, you know, any other uh, feeling than this offense has some major work to be done. Um, now they have, you know, a number of people that are going to be free agents, so I think that that opens up the opportunity to make some significant changes without, you know, having to outright cut guys and, and make all kinds of changes. But I think it's some key places that they really need some some help. 
tackle. They're going to have an open tackle spot for sure with Isaiah Wynn hitting free agency. You know, Trump Brown is supposed to be back, but that's one spot. And then wide receiver is, is you've got Nelson Aguilar is going to be gone. Jacoby Myers is a free agent. I know we've talked plenty about him and the questions of, you know, retaining him. But, I mean, they just they have an opportunity to make some changes. I, I just think it comes down to you need to reshuffle the coaching staff. That needs to be one of the first things that happens so that, you know, fans, I think, can get back on board with, all right, this year, the first thing to drop is going to be we're going to rejigger this coaching staff and, you know, really just get things back into position where we can try to take advantage of, of the players we do have and add and, and try to get to a, a level that's, you know, not in the bottom three or four in each category in the league. And I hope that happens as quickly as tomorrow. So, like, say if the Patriots <laughs> did happen to lose today, they need to do it ASAP. Like, in the college yeah. world, you don't wait, like, right before, like, you start summer training, spring training to do that. You do it, like, immediately after the game or the next day you find out. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it happens sooner rather than later so that the players can kind of go into the offseason um, with with the mindset of, okay, like they're they're taking the steps to make the yeah. changes for next season. Like, I have something to look forward yeah. to. Just tomorrow they got to do the trash bag thing. That yeah. Would be, that would be tomorrow will be the trash yeah. bags. Trash and then, and bags and make the, make the changes <laughs> that need to be made now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would just I would just say selfishly I wouldn't mind if they drew it out for a couple of days just for content purposes. Yeah, no, you know, because, or or for content purposes, yes. But then you can miss out on someone. So so say if the Titans decide tomorrow to get rid of Vrabel, or you know, other teams decide to make changes tomorrow as well, you want to make sure you're not going to miss out. Okay, on as long as he doesn't sign with someone else, that's not going to go on for a couple of days. That's all, that's all I know. Well, I mean, if it if it if it were to end today, you've got. The schedule will be the 2023 opponents are established. You get your draft position. I mean, you get a lot of stuff at the end of the season. Let's just, I, I'm with you. Let's pump the brakes for a few days before mm. we make any crazy mood. <laughs> you need to figure it out before the combine. And the combine is in yeah. a month. So. Is it? Uh, is it that early? End of February. So, month and mm-hmm. a half. February is a short month. It's usually. usually. You, how do you remember the days of the month? How do you remember wh- how what month oh has gosh. how many days? Oh, I, I, same song. We all got the same song, right? The okay, so there's the song. 30, 30 days has September, April, April June, and November. November. The show goes, where the show goes done. off the rails Oh, I don't know this Paul. part. You don't know you this just, part? You just went alternate lyrics on me. All the rest have 31. And, uh, mine, mine doesn't rhyme, though, so maybe you've got something better. All the rest have 31, except well, what's February, What's yours? Which has just, uh, just singing about months <laughs> randomly? I had the first part, but but yours took a turn. 30 days has September, April, June, and November. What are we short- doing here? What? <laughs> it's Palms how you remember. Up. There's the knuckle thing, too. Have you done the knuckles? No. So you count your um, – the big knuckles are the are the months with 31, and in between are 30 or less. So you go I have January, never January, February, March, April, May, June, July, double up on the little knuckle here, August, September, October, November, December. I've never heard of this. Well, do, do, you, do you have knuckles? I do. Okay. <laughs> well, you can do it. Don't worry. Nobody's listening anyway. Good point. Nick Baby Love. <laughs> yeah, try and top that. I dare you. Well, listen, dude, if, if you can hear me, um, Hardy, uh, before I go off on Belichick, yeah. I, I've been in contact with Fred. I'm honored that. You know, everybody follows me on Twitter, except for, I guess, my girl there, Tamara Brown. She don't know me, but I. the most important thing to me is the is that this show remains intact, Artie. You know I got your back. If you listen back today to today's show so far, it's so entertaining. And I just want you back next year. I appreciate along that. Along with, of course, B-Train and Paul and the young lady. 
And, oh you know, God. that's really important to me. And Patriots Nation, let's get behind Hardy because he's just excellent. So, Have you heard something I haven't? Is, I mean, is there a chance that, you well, know, I will you, not be you know invited back? You know I get Paul's number and Fred's cell numbers. I don't abuse them, you know. I talk to Sosi, blah, blah, blah. You sure. Know? So, but, but anyway, just going on, uh, just one thing, because, like I said, I stay in touch with Megan and the lady, Tamara Brown, I guess that's your name, young yeah. lady. Um, the comment you made about men don't know how to dress women or whatever, I don't want to say anything on the air, but I'll tell you what, I know what I'm doing being in the music business since I was 17. And, you know, you have to rethink that comment, even if it was a joke. Now, put all that aside. Um, uh, you've got to be kidding me, Hardy, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I know the Kraft family as well as anybody. I talked to that office for years. And, you know, to even think that Bill Belichick is going to be fired or retire or whatever, just think carefully. And I want Patriots Nation to hear me because I'm the leader. I have not missed a game since 1960. I'm 70 years old. So my point is, Bill just likes what he's doing. Tom likes what he's doing. They both got divorced because they, football is their life. And so it's insane to think that Belichick is going to go anywhere. Mr. Kraft is a businessman. He owns paper companies. He's a billionaire. You know what I mean? And life is too short. Yeah. Look at the Hamlin kid. Hey, well, they pronounced me dead twice. Yeah, you know what? So uh, I know what the Hamlin kid went through. Yeah. So all I'm saying is this thing about Belichick, even though I disagree with him on certain political things, as far as football, he ain't going nowhere. And anybody to suggest that is, a, is not a Patriots fan. Well, uh, they're, 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 you know... Whatever they are. Okay, so, Nick. Hey, listen. Always good to hear from you, buddy. You guys and uh, have, please, everybody come back. Okay, Nick. Thanks, buddy. Um, that is something that we didn't really talk about, and that is what well, we have. We it has been brought up before. That you leaving? Uh, oh. About you not following Nick on Twitter. If you just do that, that's going to solve a lot of problems. You'll no longer okay, be referred to as young lady. You will be referred to as Tamara, What's which, Twitter? which I'm guessing you would well, prefer. He might give you a nickname like I'm D-Train. Well, I don't need a nickname. Right. But the, the, the idea that Robert Kraft would allow both Tom Brady and Bill Belichick to finish their careers somewhere other than in New England. Now, it's already happened with Brady. That has not gone well. Yeah. Do you think he would, even, even if it makes sense on, on paper to make a coaching change and do this, what if Bill goes somewhere else and wins? Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, if if I were Robert Kraft, that would make my head explode. Yeah. I would I would be guarding against my own cranium exploding just by retaining his services, even if I wasn't in lockstep with everything that he was doing. Some changes have to be made, and I still firmly believe that Belichick is going to make those on his own. He won't have his hand forced when it comes to taking the play-calling duties away from Matt Patricia. But even if, if there's a few other things, that, do you think Robert's going to uh, risk 
getting rid of Bill Belichick and having him go somewhere else? Yeah, break that Shula record somewhere else. I mean, there's just... Which I don't care about. I know, I'm just I talking know, about having the, one a, of the greatest the coaches of all yeah. time. Go coach somewhere else. Just like you had the greatest quarterback of all time. Go win a Super Bowl with someone else. You do, you want that again? Yeah. In any in any form? It's such a hard thing. I mean, it's, it's you know, being a professional sports ownership. I mean, what, what more complicated, high-stakes thing, you know, job can you possibly think of? You know, I think... I mean, look, Nick speaks to certainly a, a, a chunk of Patriots fans that are, you know, just basically will, will you know, ride Bill as long as he's willing to go. And, and regardless of what the outcome is, I, I mean, I don't think that the ownership has that luxury. I mean, they have to think about, you know, certainly Bill Belichick is, is you know, the, the I don't want to say he's the Patriots right now, but I mean, that's a huge piece of it. That's a huge draw. That's a huge, you know, personality trait of, of the Patriots team is, is having Bill Belichick and the kind of teams that he produces. And, you know, for all the, you know, warts that have happened over the last couple of years, you still, you know, see a very effective defense that, I mean, is, is record setting and, you know, continues to, to play well. And, you know, is a, a talk about the offense being near the bottom of the league in, ra- in ratings. Defense is close to the top of the league. Now, of course, there's all kinds of nuance to that in terms of who they played, but I mean they've been competent. So it's a really hard decision uh, how how to manage it all. And you know I think it, it just all starts with with Bill hopefully being on the same page as ownership as to what happened this year and taking steps to you know remedy and, and make it better. I think that that's just the simple baseline they have to start from going into 2023. Paul, I'm so happy you're back because the show went off the rails without you. No, didn't. <laughs> Nick Baby Love called in and oh. the, he's, the, Tamara is still not following him on Twitter. Did you fix that? No. What is his Twitter? I asked. Oh just, also, I Paul, Mike <laughs> yeah, and Hardy were singing songs from like elementary school on how many days there are in a month yeah, it was it was horrifying 30 days in september april, april june and yeah. november but what? have you heard the knuckles <laughs> version of this yes someone just did this who where would we yeah, i just did it on the show <laughs> and you but growing it. up in everett the knuckles version meant something else. hey <laughs> knuckles sandwich <laughs> hey <laughs> listen suburb boy i i, I can talk <laughs> the tea <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I can talk about Everett like in those terms. I, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. The raised knuckles are <laughs> yes. 31. The in betweens January, are like February, March, April. So get, see how that works. And then you double up on the on the last knuckle right. and then yeah. work your way it's back. I've never it's, heard it's, of it's, Or put your or put them together. Yeah, you put them together. It's like a mnemonic yeah. device. You don't pay up in Everett. I'm going to give you the the first knuckle and the second knuckle right in the face. Right. Oh my gosh. I get like he keeps doing <laughs> it like it's okay. He's even given a little bit of an hey, Italian January and March there January that I'm not March, real, right in your nose. that I'm not real comfortable <laughs> with. Olive oil, boys. Yeah. Guess what month it is. January and March. You yeah, know, cut that. Like that. Cut that one and cut just that, the right part. Cut, <laughs> cut that right there because even I can't get away with that. I'm smart. <laughs> I'm dumb like people think. Look, I'm German Irish. Well, listen here, my. Right, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you probably don't want to go there either. Really? I said I said on Rock ninety two nine the other day. I didn't get in trouble. Well, Rock ninety two nine is a little bit more. Oh, is that one of your shows? <laughs> yeah. Now, what do you do the on music? Show? Do you play music? Do you talk about, you talk about the music? So I've heard them all over the world. Let's <laughs> find out today that Deuce is not necessarily a friend of the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh. oh, oh. Um, right. Hey, I married you an tell Italian. Tell me his Twitter. You're gonna show me his Twitter. No, nah, you don't. Twitter? You don't. Don't. I don't want to worry I think about you're it. good. Okay. Yeah. You're not so. good. I'm gonna tell you what his Twitter is right now, and I am going to implore that uh, everybody follows Nick Baby Love on Twitter, not just Tamara or the young lady, as he is referring to you and. Once you, uh, there's nothing that. wrong with being called the young lady. Uh, Keith and North Adams, what's going on? It's better than the old lady. Mm-hmm. Hi guys, how are we all doing today? Hi. Good, good. Yo, yo. Hey, I got a couple thoughts here. First off, the PB's not going anywhere. Come on. 
Who's not? BB. Bill Belichick. Oh, okay. What if he wants to? He's not going anywhere. So here's a scenario for you. He's not going anywhere. Brady leaves, and he joins Bill Belichick as offensive coach. What do you think? Brady? Yeah. What? No chance. What, what, what's your scenario again? Who leaves? Tom Brady leaves Tampa Bay and comes back to the Patriots yeah. as offensive coach. Okay. Yeah, no. oh. um, this uh, Patriots pregame show is brought to you by – he's not going to coach. He's not going to coach here. He's not going to coach not going to coach with Bill Belichick. He, you know what he's going to do? I, I, again, I don't mean to be a jerk. He, uh, you kind of do. If he does anything, he's going to honor the contract. He's already signed with Fox, going yeah. to the booth – and make $300 million a year working once a week. Once a week calling a football game. Not even calling. Color analyst on a football game. $300 million. No, it's not per year. It's the total contract. But it's it's an absurd amount of money that he's going to make. I, I got my One questions at how good he's going to be dollars. at it, too. I mean, I, I love the guy, but I don't know. I haven't really. I have no. I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good because he's good at things. He's just one of those guys who's good at things. However, Acting. we've been wrong before. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, can you imagine him on TV? <laughs> yep. Rex Ryan. Rex mm. Ryan's going to be great. No, he's yeah. not. He's not. He's not terrible. He's not. But Gronk he, is. <laughs> Gronk's terrible. Yeah. And Rex Ryan is. He's just okay. Yeah, I would. He's agree with, just I would agree okay. I would agree with that. So I don't know. You know, we won't know until it happens. But that's what he's not going to coach. Coaching's real work. No, I that's see, a long hours. If anything, I imagine him in like Low an money. ownership role where he doesn't have the day to day grind, but he's still invested competitively yeah. and have has a team. Can he do that, that he and still broadcast? Ah, that's a good question. I know, but it'd probably be like a random, like not NFL team that he. Oh would no, make, I could know, see it being like, like the, uh, the pickleball the, team, the Miami or, Dolphins. <laughs> Brady signed a ten year. $375 million deal with Fox already. Is that a lot? Already. It's done. Whenever he stops playing, he starts collecting $37.5 million a year to work once a week. Wow. That's what he's going to do. Tough life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Patriots. I'd laugh all the way to the bank, too, Tom. <laughs> Good grief. Patriots pregame brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts. No matter how you choose to make them, indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in PC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Every play, every pass, every performance is perfected on the training field. Producing critical data that's analyzed, measured, and studied. Acronis keeps that data safe and ensures it's there to use whenever and wherever it's needed.
Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes. Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. Getting back to the lead, it's L-E-D-E, correct? Yeah. yeah. What is that? Technically. What is that word? Yeah, but... Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Let's get to uh, some of these phone calls here and emails, webradio at patriots.com. Give us a call right now on the Ace Ticket Hotline, 855-PATS-500. We go to Justin in Virginia. Justin, thanks for joining us. What do you got? What's going on, guys? I appreciate you, Tamara. You don't need to follow me anywhere. I appreciate you. Well, that's nice, but she's not here. So, yeah. oh my god, you don't even get you don't even get credit for saying it. We're not, and we're not going to tell her you said it. All right, okay. But the question I pose with Bill Belichick is like, I think we do need to look at it in totality and be appreciative. But I think based off of how the chips fall and the dominoes, how do you look at it if Miami begins to grow stronger? And we're kind of in the same place, and the, the Bills remain an elite team in the AFC. Well, they've but already they've already gotten now, stronger. You let Belichick go, but what if the gap just keeps on widening? Right, right. Yeah. right. You you got some help from Miami. Okay, yeah. thank you for the call. 
Yeah. You got some help from Miami this year in terms of injury, and I don't think you need to worry about Miami really widening the gap. They're still better than you, I believe, right now, but they have a quarterback issue. Yeah, you still haven't they been have, to That it. said, you win today and you finish ahead of them for yeah. the second year in a row when you think right. – and, and I agree with you. I think Miami is better, but they haven't finished better. That's true. That's true. I mean, for Maybe a not. good chunk of the season when Tua was balling, it seemed like, man, it's it, it seemed like the scenario yeah. he was laying out. You and know? that's the big – that's the big thing for Miami, and again, these are things that probably would be better suited for the postgame show. What what do you do for Miami? Like I know. Because I don't think you – I mean, I think it's pretty clear that when Tua plays, that offense is dangerous. But he doesn't finish a lot of games. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know how you could feel good about him. I mean, I think Tua probably has some questions sure. for I mean, himself. And, and even if he does come back, it feels like he could easily be one play away. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't finish over. games. So – if if you're Miami, I don't know how you could go into 2023 and say, well, Tua's our guy. He proved that last year, and we're full speed ahead. Now, maybe they think a lot of Skylar Thompson, and as a rookie seventh-round pick, you know, he's a little overmatched, but, you know, they think he's going to be a good quarterback, and he's going to be a good backup for them. Yeah, that's what you, may, you know, feel like you, know, you got may, that. Maybe down the road, but yeah. I, I think they need to, to look like a lot of these other teams and find to see if they can get like a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Derek Carr or one of these veterans uh, to come in and sort of stabilize things because yeah. I don't know if you can rely on Tua. Kind of a high-level backup. And I thing. like Tua. I yeah. think he's, he's – I think Tua played at a level higher than I thought he was capable of Me this too. year. I thought yeah. he was he was pretty good. We're starting to get uh, our first looks, Hardy, uh, at, uh, in Buffalo um, on the field. A lot of uh, seems like seem like a lot of people on the field there. Just like that's that's the tunnel leading down to the locker rooms. I don't know what it normally looks like, zone. but it's funny you mentioned that. I'm like, wow, that's really crowded. I that's the yeah. first thing looks I thought. Looks like a lot of people, and I wonder if just there's an extra amount of people with preparation for some of these pregame ceremonies that I'm sure we're about to see with well, with Demar Hamlin. Why do we think the commissioner is there today? Yeah, I uh, I saw that this morning that he would be there, and I thought that was a little odd, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have the answer for you. Show of support, I guess. It's a it's a big game. This is you know the, this was the biggest story, wh- one of the biggest stories in the country this week. Yeah. Um. And the, you know that's how I kind of, you know, judge things in the in the uh, how we react to sports differently. We probably place more important on them than other people. I my test is morning news programs, morning network news. Is it in the first bag of news? And the Demar Hamlin story was in the you know in the first batch of stories <laughs> every single day, you know for it, three four days yeah. this week. I it, have it was the same one of the thing. biggest I, stories in the country. For me, it's the Ancamella test. <laughs> All Italians have an Ancamella. <laughs> I say this every week. Okay, okay. so my Ancamella, God rest her soul. Um, if if Ancamella knew about it in the sports realm, that's funny. It was a, you know, how did you call it on the on the news? First real first bag. Yeah. First bag. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Barbara Walters said something about that after she passed away earlier this week. She had said it years ago, and I, I, I used to say this too, but she said, you know, it was her responsibility waking up doing morning news to let people know who wanted to turn on the TV in the morning to see if the world ended overnight. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of what you do. They're like, yeah. did, it, did anything, you know, is everything still here? Yeah. You know, I've been asleep. It's almost like this animalistic instinct to kind of like look around or in this case look at your TV and see what's going on. There's Mac Jones as uh, – he gets ready to play the Bills in Buffalo today. Keep that, keep that temper in check, there, Mac. <laughs> Doesn't look like the weather uh, too crazy. 
I mean, certainly not the win game, but it just doesn't really look like a, a usual January. So we do kind have some boots on the ground, yep. um, you know, in Orchard Park. And um, boss man Fred Kirsch chimes in. He was listening to us talk. He, d- he said it does seem like there were a lot of people on the field, but because it's so tight on the sideline there, there's not a lot of room. So he thinks that it's probably the same amount of people, but just looks a little bit more crowded, which makes sense because that is a very tight. Yeah. Uh, the, the stands are close to the field. There's not a lot of room on the sidelines. Toit like a toyger? Toit. Very toit. Patriots.com giving us the uh, portrait mode on the camera there. That is nice. Some, some tracking. That is – no, that's really nice. I'm, uh, Jones in focus there, and it's kind of blurred. It's oh. NFL Films-ish. Oh. <laughs> well, like should I use this as an opportunity? No. No? No. Okay. No, okay. we got to take these calls Go first. All right. Sean in New York. Sean, what do you got? Hi, guys. Good job all year. I, you know, this is the last pregame show. Hopefully it's not. You know, this whole year has been a say, It's not necessarily the last pregame show. I, you know. Don't give I, up the ship. Which leads, me, which leads me to my point, which I wanted to call. I feel like there's a level of resignation this year. Like on Belichick Park, he had, he had a conference a couple weeks ago where he's like, oh, we can't, it's too late in the season to change the offense. Hell it is. You changed it in 2018 with the run game. There's a lot of changes that you can make. And he just came off as entitled, not wanting to change anything. And I don't did that rub you guys the wrong way when he said that? No, because he's not lying. I, I appreciate it anytime he's being honest. There look in twenty eighteen you could change it because you had Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels. You can't change an offense right now with, with Matt Patricia or or a second year quarterback. I'm not throwing a bunch of stink on Mac Jones. It's different. It's a totally different situation. Well, I think twenty eighteen too, you had like a strength, you know, like you had something that you felt like you were good at that we can lean into and feature more and, and just, you know, kind of make that our identity. And I think if this team had had something like that this year that they probably would have done the same thing. It might not have been as dramatic as that year when all of a sudden you're playing with a fullback a ton, but I just don't think they had any real strength to turn to. They just It's just all been kind of flatlined the whole year, no matter how they've kind of approached it. Paul mentioned the running game going stagnant. That's you know true. We know the up and down of the passing game. I mean, it's it's been what it's been since the beginning of camp. They hit a couple big plays. They just can't keep consistent in any regard. I'm wondering if uh, Paul would like to favor us now. I wanted to get a call in first, Paul, but you have something for us. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't come up with uh, anything necessarily game-related today because uh, I didn't think it was overly appropriate. So instead, you know, today's key data point uh, presented by Demand Science, I'm actually going to look at a little bit of science and the the medical care that DeMar Hamlin received uh, on Monday night I think is worth revisiting and – I know there were um, a lot of people involved in the tremendous response that he received um, at the time, but the one that really stood out was Bill's assistant trainer, Denny uh, Kellington, um, who was the gentleman who was performing CPR on Hamlin, and without his efforts, I think we'd be looking at all of the events of the past week in a much different light. So I just thought it was you know, maybe appropriate for us. I know we've talked a little bit about Hamlin today, and I, I just thought it would be a good time to sort of just revisit the heroes that were all involved with uh, administering the CPR on a moment's notice and really falling back on their training and doing everything right. Um, and it certainly looks, and I agree with Hardy, who said early in the show, you know, he's still in critical condition uh, in, in the hospital, but it certainly looks like DeMar Hamlin's life was saved and um, he's on the road to recovery. So I just wanted to take a moment 
with the the key data point today presented by Demand Science to recognize all of the first responders that were there, and in particular, Bill's assistant trainer, Denny Kellington. What a wonderful, grown-up, thoughtful, and poignant uh, data point. That's great, Give Paul. me some, bro. Well yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Well you. done. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. Um, hearing from people throughout the week, as I'm sure you guys did on Unfiltered and we did on the Sports Hub, um, there was a, an emergency room doc in Cincinnati, not at the, at the medical center where DeMar was brought, but somebody who knows people there and was kind of just giving me general information based on the situation, you know, because we had questions about this. You know, we're all trying to play doctor, figure out what happened. He, after giving me a lot of good information on his situation, why they did things the way they did, why he was sedated, you know, why that's done, why the body is cooled, you know, all these things. Yeah. He said, if there's anything to be taken away from this, he hopes people learn CPR. Hmm. More people are able to do what the trainer from the Bills was able to do, and that is not only, A, what saved his life in the moment, but, B, and I, this is why I want to do it, too, and I I'm, hope that I will actually follow through on this, um, find out more about CPR and why it is so important. I believe it has to do with keeping the, the blood, the oxygenated blood, yeah. flowing through vital parts of the body so that, you know, Restarting the heart can be done, I guess, maybe, you know, a number of ways and a number of times. It is the CPR that keeps things viable so that when he is in the process of recovery now, he's in a much better place than he would have been had CPR not been administered. I think. Yeah. But I want to learn CPR and I want to learn more about yeah, it. Yeah, you got it. You got it, Hardy. This, this doctor said, he goes, that's what he hopes people take away from this. Learn CPR. You could, yeah. you know, find yourself... Very easily in a situation have you like ever, this. At some have you ever done life. it at all? Like, like in school? Yeah, um, or? I did it. I did it about fifteen yeah. plus years ago oh. when my wife was pregnant, and we went through the you know the baby classes and we learned infant CPR. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. It's, it's two, two fingers, fingers on the chest. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's different than adult CPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you crush everything if you did it like an adult. <laughs> but um, avoid that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I learned how to do it in school, but not I, yeah, I w- I'm not CPR trained. And there's a humongous difference. High school? Uh, even even younger. It was elementary. It was sixth this, grade. This, this is close to 50 years ago. Yeah. Now, have you ever done it? On <laughs> Shots fired. Wow. It's 45 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I just no, it was it probably uh, like 42 years ago. <laughs> Uh, but did you ever do it on on the uh, like the CPR uh, Manny resuscitation yep. Annie? Yeah, one of those. Is yeah. that her name? Yeah. Um, no, it, it's, you're laughing at me. There was that. that that's what it was called. Yes, Matt. When you're old, that's what it was called, guy. You know, blood flows red on the highway. You know, these are the PSAs that we had to watch. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, a lot of things have changed, and you, but it, it's it's always interesting to me when we hear people start talking about things, and even forty something years ago, Hardy, like the, like little buzzwords that you remember, yeah. and th- you know, and I heard like people saying that uh, you know, and they performed CPR on him, vigorous CPR, and I looked at my wife and I was like, is there another kind? I felt like like Jack Nicholson, and if you go, is there another kind? Like, right. have you ever watched anybody give CPR, even like on TV? Yeah. Like fake CPR on TV. Like, there's no such thing as like calm, cool, and collected. You know, take your time, relax. Don't don't exert yourself. CPR. You know, it's it's a lot. And it's and, and what those what those trainers did 
Uh, I mean, I know that's what they're trained to do, and I know that's their job. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to say anything beyond that, but they did their jobs at a very high level, and and for that reason, we, we you know we have a much happier story this week than we might have. It's uh, and it's changed. I I don't think you're supposed to give mouth to mouth anymore. I don't think that's part of it anymore. It's, no. it, it it wastes time when you're supposed really, to just the compressions, just the compressions. Chest compressions. It's a good bit on the office too. Are they? Uh, do you ever see that one where they're like, I think staying alive is like the beat that they have to use to like for the chest compression. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's what you have to add to it. <laughs> a bit from the office. <laughs> well, so much for your grown-up, poignant, uh, heartfelt. I tried key I tried. data I was point. Trying to you know tie it to pop culture a little bit. Now it, inspire the youth to <laughs> sign up for a CPR class, perhaps. Now, now we're back to uh, find a way part two. <laughs> part two. You've, you've all that goodwill I had <laughs> with a couple good points I made early in the show. It's all gone. Brent in Vermont. What do you got for us, buddy? Morning, boys. How you guys doing today? Good. Hey. All right. So two questions. Um, would you guys rather play the Bills twice in a row since we are going to win today? Or would you guys rather play Buffalo today and then Cincinnati next week? Mm. Then the second question is, do you guys – want to see Patricia completely gone or would you guys rather be him be assigned to like an offensive lineman coach or something like that thanks guys uh, okay thanks Brent I I, I mean I said earlier I, I mean I just like to change it up I'd like to go to Cincinnati I mean I I, I you know the Patriots are going to be underdogs to both those teams I've just I've seen this Buffalo game plenty of times by now I don't I don't think you beat Buffalo today I don't think you want another crack at him a week later uh, to put it another way I don't think you want Buffalo to get another crack at you a week later if you beat them yeah, today I don't think it matters all that much um, I agree I mean, that's a good point I, I would rather play Buffalo twice if I won today I'd rather play them again interesting because I have like I, well, you know, just last week when you had everything in your on your side, I, you know, we couldn't beat you, and I'd like to have Buffalo thinking about that for a week. But I, I also think a lot more of Cincinnati than these people that deceived themselves into thinking there was this dramatic turnaround that happened in the second half on that Christmas Eve game. Right, right. Um, as in terms of uh, Matt Patricia, I, yeah, look, we, we always feel the need. I always feel the need to kind of preface everything as we did with Damar Hamlin this week first things first I'm glad he's okay and you know thoughts and prayers so I, I will preface the Matt Patricia thing once again by saying I like Matt Patricia I think he's I think he's a good guy and I think he's a, I think he's you know got a great football mind I don't want him but any, I don't want him anywhere near this team <laughs> <laughs> no I, I don't I, 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 I don't have I don't, I don't want him sitting up in the booth I don't oh you the, want him like out of the organization you need real change real change and i would it's just to show you it is not anything personal with matt patricia i'm not being personal i don't want bill o'brien back here either oh i i want real change to take place bill belichick Belichick out if belichick is going to remain i think he is smart enough and wise enough and bring in new people it be be the one leading real change around here Okay, and if that's not going to happen, then I, I fear more of the same. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't really have a problem with 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 Matty P sticking around or you know going back to what he was a couple years ago. I mean, I think that they need somebody in, in a role of you know consulting. I mean, there's been too much like pre-snap stuff, just getting on the same page. Like, I just I do think they need help. Uh, but I I really agree with your point. Bigger than that, of 
some fresh blood. And I and I just I, I bristle a little bit at save us, Bill O'Brien. You're our only hope, like because he was here before and he know like I don't even know what the offense is right now. So why why can't we bring somebody new in? Why couldn't there be, you know, I, I think like trying to accentuate Bill Belichick's talents. Don't just bring another guy who's already been through the rigmarole here. Maybe bring a new guy who has some new perspectives and then put that through, you know, Bill Belichick's knowledge and, you know, allow him to, you know, come to a new, um, you know, kind of attack to this whole thing. But I, I, I agree with that general point of, of infusion of some, some new ideas and new minds in the building can't hurt. All right. I agree. Um, I, I would like that. This is probably the most important part of the show today. Oh, I totally yeah. agree, Hardy. It's time for this week's edition of Over Unders. You're over me? When were you under me? Why is it so important? Well, what happened last week, Matt, and where do we stand on the season for Over Unders? All right, last week, Mike 5 and 1, Hardy 4 and 2, Paul 3 and 3. Season totals, Paul and Hardy 53 and 43, Mike 52-44. It is anyone's game. In what <laughs> That's me leaving the door open for uh-huh. you guys. In what could be the last chance. Now, there are plenty of people who think we're going to be doing this again next week and maybe even the week after that. But in case this is the last over-under of the season, this is it for all the marbles. Tie for first. Mike Dusso just one point behind the season totals. Let us begin. Nick Folk field goals, one and a half. This is a good one. Uh, all right, I'm in the pole position here. Um, yeah, I think I got to go over. First of all, on you're not one. in the pole no, position. You're going first. See what happens okay. when I try to dabble in other sports. Yeah, I, you I didn't lose have, my mind. You didn't have the um, best lap time in, in, in you know <laughs> during the week. You're not leading. Uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm going to go over. Uh, I am going to go over as well. I think the uh, the Patriots' offense, if nothing else, can kick field goals. I'll take the over. Now. Do I play this strategically? I think we've got to just, play this uh, strategically. Well, uh, and I'll just say this. In the first meeting, there was only one field goal. Mm. But in order to do that, I would have to abandon Nick Folk, the guy my propeller. Bubby. I've abandoned my boy! <laughs> my child! I've abandoned my son! <laughs> Can't do it. I'm going over. All right. Number, yep. number of sacks for the Patriots, one and a half. I'm going to take the over on that one, too. I, I think they get uh, they get at least two of Josh Allen today. All right. I went under last week, and it was one and a half last week, and I missed it by a half a sack. I'm going under. Going under. Whew. All right. I, this is... This is more about our game than their game, I think. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under too. I'm gonna try to make up some ground here on Paul if I if I can or fall behind, but I'm gonna go under. Buffalo turnovers, one and a half. Buffalo turnovers in the heart of America. Buffalo turnovers, one and a half. You sound like a good appetizer. <laughs> they got the chicken inside. So as oh. when, as Hardy is thinking about his Not answer, I'm just going to give you this real quick. Sal Pal, I guess, just reported on ESPN that if if the Raven, if the Ravens beat the Bengals today, the the coin flip will take place <laughs> at Paycor Stadium in Cincinnati in the media room. Oh man, Jeez. across from where the Bengals locker room is. Are you kidding? Some, me? some riots. Um, 
By the way, that was my obviously the Raiders Ravens have to beat the Bengals for there to be the coin flip to determine where that game would be. That was my favorite gift gif of the week from it was the uh, scene from No Country for Old Men where what are we flipping for? Everything. You have, you have to call. I can't call it unless I know what we're flipping for. That's a tw- everything. That's everything. a twisted movie. That's very great. Like the main character just suddenly is dead. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Uh, Buffalo turnover, which is a little bit of buffalo Thanks, chicken. Heart. Thanks. A little, little, little blue cheese crumble yeah. inside yeah. a pastry. Oh, I like it. Under. Under? One and a half. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Hardy, too. This is, uh, this is a tough one, but they don't. They don't turn it over against Watch the Patriots. Paul. I'm Watch going under. Watch Paul. No, I'm taking the under as well. I think at some point, you, you, you know, you can't just rely on the defense taking the ball away time after time after time. Total team points for the Patriots, 16 and a half. Deuce. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go over. I think they can get over 16 and a half. Paul? I will take the under. Oh, my God. This is so excited. I'm going over, too. I'm legitimately going over. I haven't picked at 17 <laughs> points. If it goes over, you guys might not be the last over-unders of the year. Okay. Uh-oh. Number of emails read by Hardy in the postgame at a half. We can't, we can't do this. Can we do this? Your Honor, he controls that. He won't remember. <laughs> over. Got to go over. Got to go over. Well, then I'm going under, and I'm not going to read any emails, and I win. It's not fair. We'll have Fred call in and make you. I'm keeping it. Total score, 41 and a half. I think that's you. You're up, Hardy. Um, 41 and a half. I'm going over 41 and a half. Oh, I'm going to go. I don't know. I'm going to go under. I'm rolling the dice here. Yeah, I'm under as well. All right. What does I it all mean? Legitimately, forget about this over/under. And well, not if you keep Mike bringing it up. <laughs> legitimately. Yeah, and uh, I just feel like it's hard to imagine the Bills coming out like all guns blazing, execution to perfection on right. offense. I, I got the under. We saw that game. last year in the playoffs. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to like compare, like, what's the difference? You know, like, do they? Play? Well, I, I, I think I they think have to the play. The difference is they didn't practice all week. That's the difference. What'd you guys do on the on the total? Under, under. You could, oh my god, this could be a. Blood did you like just have a blackout while we did that last? I question? was thinking about uh, how I can remind myself not to read any emails in the post game. Yeah, don't. What? Don't do that. Well, it's not fair. Yeah. If I if I take the gist of what the person wanted and just don't read it verbatim, I think that counts. As an no, email. that counts as an email. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you address an email. Well, then I have to go over. I have to change it. I'll allow it. It's a layup. I mean, that's mean. <laughs> it's mean. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Um, thank you, Duncan, getting us through this uh, pregame. As always, always game on with Duncan. That's why grabbing a coffee is the most important game day ritual. The best call for football is Duncan, the official coffee of the New England Patriots. America runs on Duncan. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in PC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. A million dollars. 
But picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Every play, every pass, every performance is perfected on the training field. Producing critical data that's analyzed, measured, and studied. Acronis keeps that data safe and ensures it's there to use whenever and wherever it's needed. Verizon, the network America relies on and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I mean, you, you love to have him. I mean, it's just it's fun, fun to watch. watch. Oh, finishing each other's sentences. I don't that finish was each other's Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. All right, before we get to the Sunday six-pack, a couple of emails here. Katina in Houston. Um, have to agree, Mr. Kraft needs to be protected from his cranium exploding if Bill goes somewhere else and wins. That possibility hasn't even occurred to me. I don't care for it. No, I don't think, uh, I don't think uh, Robert Kraft would care to see his head coach go somewhere else and win, and that was one of the other scenarios we brought up. It's not just about you know being in lockstep with your head coach can he afford personally, uh, marketing-wise, image-wise, to lose both the greatest quarterback of all time and one of the greatest head coaches of all time in the event that Bill goes somewhere else and wins? It's, you, I think it's something as an owner you have to consider, not from an X's and O's standpoint, but just from a business standpoint. Well, what's what's worse if he goes somewhere and wins, but you start winning with a new coach again? You know, like like is he 
middling or is he you know go somewhere and all of a sudden he's dominant I mean it just seems hard that he's going to go somewhere and right away be able to have all his pieces in place I just I just wonder if it's so black and white that you let him go somewhere he wins immediately and then you have a new coach here that well he struggles for a while you know like that's the worst case scenario but I just wonder if Bill at this age is ready to go somewhere and try to start over again oh I wonder uh Matt Norgan backing you up on staying alive uh for the chest compressions Thank you um, I resonated with some of our with our, some of our fans. One of the greatest scenes in the office. Mike's not it wrong. It is. It is. Uh, Cassie, Fort Benning, Georgia, military spouse, originally from Vermont, Massachusetts. Uh, Cassie says, surprised to uh, not hear you discuss the suspensions. That's my bad. We oh. did not get to that today. Just quickly, it seems like Jones being made an example of for being late to rehab, but unclear on Bailey's or the Patriots using it to get out of the guaranteed money on his contract. Thoughts? Yeah, it is uh, an interesting situation, and we di- uh, we dropped the ball on that. We probably should have given five minutes to that earlier in the show. But I-, I don't have all the details, but it certainly seems, Mike, that health is, is part of the problem here. These are two guys that were, um, you know, it- I just thought the timing with Jack Jones was interesting. He got hurt against Arizona, I want to say, kind of immediately told everybody he was good, Never played again and wound up on IR. And then shortly after that, we found out that he was suspended. So my guess in reading the tea leaves is that they felt like he should have been ready to play and he didn't feel like he was ready. And there were some rehab issues with Jack Jones as you know reportedly being late or not showing up to rehab. Uh, with Jake Bailey, uh, my guess is they felt like he should have been ready to come back and, and he didn't feel like that. So the email is right. They'll be – There'll be grievances filed, and that looks like Jake Bailey's representation has already done so. Yeah, well, we talked about Mike Reese's notes Sunday. There's never anything in there by accident. I mean, Mike's speculation that he might, that Jake Bailey might have played his last down for the Patriots, which is is pretty shocking considering they signed him to an extension last summer, which I think surprised a lot of people coming off kind of a down year. I think he had some struggles this year too. It's just a it's just a weird situation. Anyway, you cut it. The Patriots special teams have, have, have not been good enough outside of you know Marcus Jones and his returns. As for Jack Jones, some promise there at cornerback with a young kid that made some plays on the ball early in the season. But you come in with red flags, and now you have this. It's, it's just it's hard to count on him going into year two to be you know one of the cornerbacks. You know, no one's going to say, oh, if Jonathan Jones leaves, we're just going to count on Jack Jones. Hard to say those things right now. So some uncertainty or added uncertainty to, to the cornerback room, I would say, going into next year. Another email wanting to know if uh, the possibility of this being the last game for D-Mac and Matthew Slater, is that extra motivation? Does that factor in at all to the game today? I don't know. It se- I mean, it kind of seems like it based on last week when we talked about it. He had you know his family here. Jason was here watching the game, last home game. Um, Especially you know, Slater, for Slater, Slater, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, yeah, my, it's super, super motivated. You're going up against the Bills in Buffalo. They got all kinds of motivation, too. I think they eat. So I also have a question. I mean, outside of this, this, you know, Bailey suspension thing and that being the reason why, like, his time here could be done, the Patriots punting has been awful all year. I know we've talked about their offense being, you know, bottom of of the league, but the punting has been just as bad. Yeah, Yeah, that's special teams. Well, Jake Bailey. No party. Jake Bailey's punting was abysmal. Yeah, Yeah. it was was bad. And, yes, to the emailer's point, I do think that they're probably – filing this they're probably suspending him in an effort to try to get out of paying him guaranteed money yeah mm-hmm. i don't I and it th- probably won't i don't work. think they're afraid to lose him you yeah. know uh, i mean i wouldn't i mean it's like i wouldn't be no 
Uh, also, Klaus and Denmark getting us into the Sunday six-pack here. How many points do you think the defense has to score today for the Patriots to have a chance? <laughs> I think a pick six and setting up a pick three. Sure. So. Get given nine points to the defense. If they score nice. points today, that, that's that'll be helpful. That, they'll have a chance. Yeah. Okay. If the All defense right. scores, they'll have a chance. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's do the Sunday six pack. This is the Sunday six pack. So kick back and listen to my position. I'm itching to get the picks back. You better bring a big stack. Get it mixed, Jack. I came to win it. Yeah, this is the Sunday six pack. Well, this is rather academic at this point. But last week, what happened? And now what? Ooh. Well, you had a good week last week, Hardy. Thank you. You went four and one. Thank Mike you. and Paul went one and four. They stink. Unfortunately, you're still seven games behind Paul. <laughs> I don't. He's love eleven my games. Eleven games. He's I'm eleven sorry. games. I can't even do math right. Eleven. Four and one to pull within eleven games of me. I have a chance to embarrass Deuce. Is what <laughs> oh. I have a chance. On the season, Paul fifty thirty three and one. Mike forty three forty and one. Hardy thirty nine forty four and one. Can I just say fifty thirty three and one, Paul? Yeah, oh, thanks. Clap. That is impressive against the spread. Very, that is impressive. very impressive. Yeah. Yep. I get a free set of steak knives. Okay. All right, let's do it. The ten and six Baltimore Ravens at the eleven and four Cincinnati Bengals. Cincy minus nine. Deuce. Ooh, baby. Uh, yeah, no Mark Andrews too. I saw. Um, so I'm going to take Cincy. I'm going to lay those points. Yeah, I'm going to lay the points too. Uh, not even um, Tyler Huntley, not playing. Anthony Brown, former BC quarterback, uh, who ended up at Oregon. Will get his first career start today. So yeah, I got Cincinnati too. Too many points. Give me the Ravens. The seven and nine New York Jets at the eight and eight Miami Dolphins. Miami minus three and a half. This game already happened, didn't it? No, no, no. no. What you talking no. about? I'm sorry. I'm. What you talking about Willis? Uh, I'm Go going to take. This is one of the games that has uh, a big impact on the Patriots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I am going <laughs> to take the Jets. I don't necessarily know if they'll win the game, but I'm going to take them to cover. Yeah, I like the hook. I kind of like that too, hook. Paul. I th- that that half a point there for seems like this could very easily be a three point game, thirteen like, ten kind of game. I, it could be overtime with a you know game winning field goal, and uh, there you go, the covers. So uh, I'll take the Jets plus three and a half. I'm going to take Miami. Let's go. The seven and nine Cleveland Browns at the eight and eight Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Well, yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. Uh, Do it. Steelers at home. I, I'll lay the two and a half with Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Uh, I think Pittsburgh pulls it out. Yeah, I mean, I just haven't seen enough from Deshaun Watson to say he goes into Pittsburgh. The Steelers are hot. They have to have the game, and I don't think I've seen enough from Watson to, to pick them yet. Uh, I would say watch out for Cleveland next year. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do with their coaching staff and I'm all com- that. I'm confused. I got I, Pittsburgh. I, you know, Zoe kept telling me, oh, Deshaun Watts, he's good. Uh, wait, wait till he comes back. Uh, take over. Uh. And I just kept so. raising my hand and saying, he hasn't played football in two years. Yeah, it's almost like you, 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 he hasn't played in two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bless you. Rusty. The nine six and one New York Rusty. Giants at the thirteen and three Philadelphia Eagles. Philly minus sixteen. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, so yeah, the Giants are like sitting everybody. Um, I'm gonna take. Uh, that's a lot of points though. I'll take the Giants. I don't know. Plus sixteen. Why not? Yeah, I don't normally take these kinds of spreads. I'm gonna take it today. I think the Eagles absolutely have to have it. My fear is what the game ends up. I think they'll be winning by more than sixteen at some point in this game. I, I don't have much fear of that. 
I don't know what the final score will be. I'm going to take the Eagles and lay the 16. I'm with you, too. I ain't laying no 16 points. Give a plus 16. I don't care who's playing. Next, the 8-8 eight eight Detroit Lions at the 8-8 eight eight Green Bay Packers. Green Bay minus 5. Oh, hardy. I wish I could find out if Seattle uh, had won or lost before this game, but I'm going to take Green Bay at home. I... I I have a feeling that Seattle's going to win. Do you want to wait and make your pick later on no, this one? No, I just <laughs> I, I think Seattle's going to win and Detroit's going to not have anything to play for. So I'll take the Packers. You Plus know what the Packers are playing. Here's well. what they have to play for: kneecaps, ankles, all those things that they want to bite and chew on. Wow. I I have to ride the pride, restore the roar. Give me the give me the Lions plus five. I'm a Paul. I'm taking Green Bay. You guys are idiots. This is not the Lions pregame show, just in case you forgot. <laughs> we dabble, though, sometimes with Hardy. You, you know, wish. we dabble. We dabble. The 8-8 eight and eight New England Patriots <sighs> at the 12-3 and three Buffalo Bills. Buffalo minus 7.5. Uh, I am taking the uh, Buffalo Bills today. 30-17. Yeah. 30-17. Yeah, it's, it's hard to pick the Patriots. They're up against it today. Um I'm going to take Buffalo to win 27-15. It's a Berman-like score. Um, I'm going to make it unanimous. I think um, in terms of Buffalo, I would be worried if I were a Bills fan about the emotional state of the team. I know everybody thinks it's going to be a huge edge for the Bills. I think that it just as easily could be a huge detriment for the Bills. But I think they find a way – to part two to harness that and uh, <laughs> 27-13. You brought it all. I home. have uh, Buffalo winning this game, and it'll come down to what happens uh, in Miami and Pittsburgh. All right, that does it for the Patriots pregame show, fueled by Duncan. Um, by the way, quick thank you to uh, NFL All Day. All your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans using them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out. Find some moments from all your favorite Pats players on NFLAllDay.com. We'll talk to you after the game. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.